And the biggest thing before I even do that, just just start. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just start and you will learn so much just from starting. And also you'll regret if you just hold off because you're scared. It's terrifying putting yourself out there on the internet. But uh, coming from me, I had my I had my LizanneLately.com domain for two years. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Finding Fire podcast. I'm your host, Matt LaFlamme. And I'm your co-host, Ryan Miller. The Finding Fire podcast provides content that impacts individuals in hopes to inspire, educate, and motivate them to take action to achieve their personal and professional passions through consultations with high-level achievers and entrepreneurs at the top of their game. And be sure to subscribe and follow us at Finding Fire Podcast, and please leave us a review. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us this evening and sitting down to chat about your business. Yeah, I'm excited. If you want to introduce yourself and kind of tell the listeners what it is you exactly do. Yeah, so my name is Lynn. I live in the Minneapolis area, and now I am at a Minnesota travel and lifestyle blogger, I call myself. Um, now I'm exploring a great state of Minnesota and I travel around the whole state with my boyfriend and we just love to get in the car and go whenever we can. Um, and so right now I'm just, again, exploring our own backyard and finding new and cool things to do. And and it just, it never ceases to amaze how many cool things keep popping up and how many cool businesses keep getting started. And so that's just the goal is to highlight them and yeah kind of it's been a journey so you're you're primarily traveling throughout is it minnesota i don't i think that's how you maybe started but have you since branched out that's a great question um i did start in minnesota um i actually started my blog beginning of 2019 um and that was when i officially announced okay i have a blog i'm gonna kind of work on this and i think at the time i was still figuring out what instagram was and like what you could do with it so I kind of count 2019 as my trial and error year um but then funny enough 2020 happened and we all know what happened then um so it made us stay close to home and I kind of already had this footing in Minnesota so I was like, you know what my niche just kind of fell into place and I was like I'm just gonna stick in Minnesota and I'm just gonna explore everything and everything we have to offer um and in May of 2020 actually um let go from my job, my whole job completely went under with COVID. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. I know. So I took the summer off and I actually, um, I started working with a lot of lodging, uh, lodging companies and places in Minnesota just to like highlight and work and be like, Hey, let me show you how you guys are still open and your COVID protocols and how it's, how we safely travel without being scared. And that kind of launched a little bit into, you know, exploring, new neighborhoods, new towns, new lodging and things like that. Um, and I just kind of went with it and I stuck to that. And I'd say now I feel like I've gone around the state quite a bit. And so this summer is, um, I was kind of putting a little bit more focus Midwest so with, okay. with driving. So it's kind of like more road trippy. Um, we in the 20, 2021, we did a drive out to Arizona, my boyfriend and I, and we did like route 66 and like did a whole stop on it. And we just like fell in love with being in the car and like road trips and stopping and having that, you know, flexibility of just having the journey and not just the destination. And so we've been doing a lot of road trips this summer. Um, a lot of like South Dakota, you know, Omaha, Iowa, Wisconsin. So it was just been driving around and that's, I'm kind of slowly integrating to do more Midwest. 
Awesome. Yeah. I want to go back to something, something that you said um, when you first, when we went to that first lodge mm-hmm. to, you know, ask them, like, could you write about them? Let them know you're open. Mm-hmm. What did you have a lot of like sales or blogging experience before that? Or can you take us through that process of, of um, yeah. like cold call sales walk-in in a way? Yeah, absolutely. So at that time, I think, I wasn't really making money at the time. So I would say 2019 was, again, my trial and error year. Um, it was a lot of just like trade collabs, whether free product gifted, um, you know, free stays and just, but it gave me a chance to kind of work on my content that way too. You know, what works, what doesn't, and what does my audience want to see? Um, I think the biggest thing too was like knowing audience and knowing what they want to see versus just like what you want to showcase. And I think that is a learning process as well. Cause you're always getting new people. Um, so I kind of took a step back, but I would say up until then, nothing was really paid. And even summer of 2020, everything was probably just trade and come in that way. Um, but it kind of, it kind of helped because I had my blog, I had my Instagram and I had a Facebook. So I had to, these different mediums and different channels. Like, I'm like, Hey, I can create content for X, Y, Z. Um, and with that, do I offer images? So, you know, like, hey, we're, you know, I can shoot for you, your images on social media. And it was kind of a team effort, too. Um, but funny enough, with the lodges I pitched in 2020, I never cold pitched anyone. I had a working relationship before. And I think that's one thing, like, one of my things instilled in me is like, very rarely do I cold pitch anyone. I always try to build a relationship with them. And then that way they kind of get to know who I am and I get to know who they are as a business side, but also as like a human side, um, and see, you know, if we jive and if we, and so the logic worked with, uh, was a lot in Grand Marais and I, I've been going there for years. So I kind of created these relationships already and through word of mouth and knowing people and introducing each other. Um, that's kind of how I started pitching. Um, but very rarely do I cold pitch cause yeah, I want to build that relationship first. Sure. That's a really good tip though. I think a lot of people maybe not realize like trade is an option of like, you know, mm-hmm. what how I'm, you know, not yet making money off of this. Mm-hmm. How do I start to build that relationship up or like a two-way street? How could that work? And uh, yeah, that's just a really good tip for our listeners or anybody that's thinking about starting blogging. Think about yeah, trade. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's a good point, Ryan. I like that. So can you talk about the the process then of building that relationship? Because I imagine that like, so now that you're venturing outside of Minnesota and beyond your comfort mm-hmm. zone, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to the Midwest, you're going to end mm-hmm. up at a lodge that maybe you've never been at. Mm-hmm. What is your process on how you're going to build that relationship with that lodge Yep. to then be able to then not have to cold pitch them? Yep. Absolutely. So that kind of funny because that's kind of the tricky situation right now. And I think even with that, I do try to have a good, like a good part of it. Um, I, since mostly right now is it's what I'm doing is on Instagram. I hope to expand that, but that's on a whole nother conversation. So since it's on Instagram, I basically search and research and kind of like vet these lodging places and I have it in my head. So like, let's say it's February, March or April, and I want to go to South Dakota in the fall. I'm already looking at these places on Instagram or Airbnb or Facebook and seeing like, well, a first, do they do Instagram? Because that's kind of my bread and butter right now. And if they don't, then what's the point? Perfect example. A lot of, we love to go to Door County. A lot of places in Door County are like mom and pop places. They don't even have an Instagram. So it just doesn't make sense for me to work with them. 
So mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what value I can bring to, whether, you know, it's just social media exposure or even like photography or just content for their age too. Like, Hey, I, I worked with a couple of lodging places too, and they have a social media presence, but they are so swamped because I mean, all small business owners, it's, you know, it's a busy season where swamped. I yeah. even give them content or images and I give them like social media prompts. I'm like, Hey, I took these photos of XYZ, like here's some examples of what you could even just say on social media when you post, you know, like whether it's the different kind of flowers they have in their garden or like, Hey, did you know we have free bike and kayak rentals? So it's little things where it just like gives them a little push and it helps them too versus just offering it one-sided. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You have really good photography on your, on your Instagram. So for those Thank listening, you. Right now, what, what's your Instagram handle? Lizanne Laley. Okay. So yeah, for those of you that are listening, check it out right now and listen um, to the podcast while you're on her Instagram account. But <laughs> do you just use your phone or do you use um, just for like the so, quality of your images? It's, it's yes. Really um, I will say since like reels are the hot thing now, that's all with my iPhone. But I did, um, I did get a new camera end of last year. So I've been like kind of working and playing with that. Um, we kind of went the mirrorless route. So we all have the, my boyfriend and I, we have Canon mirrorless cameras right now. So it's been fun. And um, we have a drone and we play around with that too. So it's just, yeah. just fun. We get new toys and play around with media and again, have fun with it. Yeah. That's the most important part. Yeah. So why blogging? Like what about blogging? Have you always been a writer? Um, no. What, what prompted <laughs> you into that? It's crazy because I am not a writer. I am like the farthest from it. I think if you if you ask my friends too, and if you read my blog, you will read it as if I'm talking directly to you. Um, that's my like I and I look. I actually look up to like travel writers and other bloggers who just have an effortless like, way with words. And that's just not me. But I talk as mm-hmm. I write as how I talk. Um, but way back when I was actually traveling for my job and. Um, I would go to all these places and they're like, Hey, you should write about it. You know, you should blog. And I was like, no, no, no. And I just, I didn't think of anything, but I had a lot of friends and family who just kept kind of egging me and pushing me and like, you should do this. But funny enough, um, I went to school for fashion merchandising. So at the time I was considering it, fashion blogs were like huge then they still are now, but like they were really big. So mm-hmm. I, I thought like style and fashion blogging was my only option. And I didn't want to do that. And so I kind of like bridged the gap and even some of my like first posts were about style and like, you know, even like local clothing shops, things like that. But it was a good starting point and a good practice. But I, the one thing I love about blogging is I own it. Like it's mine. So, you know, if Facebook goes away, if Instagram goes away, if any other thing, like I own my blog and it's my website and I have it and I keep it. And that's, that's why I keep it around. I know a lot of people don't go that route anymore, but I think it's important to have something that you own where anything can change in an instant, but I still have that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so you mentioned that you were in fashion merchandising. Was that uh, pre-COVID layoff? And- yeah, that was, so I went to school for it. Um, I went to St. Kate's in St. Paul, actually, for, I did my four years there. And I actually moved out to Los Angeles here. Did oh, some wow. more school there. Yeah, <laughs> did some more school there. And then I just kind of worked around um, in different retail settings and, um, I slowly transitioned kind of like my retail side into a community-based uh, position roles with other companies. And I turned it into not just like working at a retail store, like 
hosting their store events and like building community um, with the customers and things like that. And I found a passion in that. And then right before COVID, I was a community manager at actually a co-working, um, but they closed down. And again, I kind of used it as an opportunity to just, hey, let's let's put all like my eggs in my own basket and go for it. And so, however, as you as as small businesses who are listening to this probably know, it is it's really hard. Um, and so I ended up having to go back and get a job, which I'm super grateful for though. Um, I started part-time in last October. I went full-time. So I do have a full-time job as well. Okay. What, what, so what is, what is your, we'll call it the nine to five today. Yep. Funny enough, I am back to fashion and I'm a stylist. <laughs> so I'm cool. a full-time, I'm a full-time stylist, um, for stitch tricks actually. So, um, the, the one thing I love about it is it's hundred percent remote and it's hundred percent flexible, but that's why it's like the perfect, the perfect match with what I want to do because it gives me the flexibility to go and work anywhere I want. And my boss is great and I love her. And so it's been, if I had to have a job like this, it'd be it. It's great. For, um, for what you blog about, I'm just really curious about, you know, what dictates your, your dictates, your blogging, is it your followers like reaching out to you saying, Oh, have you been here? You should check it out. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you said your family did like kind of egging yep. you on. Or yeah. is it just like, yeah, the type, just the type of research. If we could talk about that, that you put into like where in Minnesota mm-hmm. you want to travel, like what you think your followers would like to see, or is it vice mm-hmm. versa is that you, what you like and just like, yep. you know, your followers will like it. I think it's, I think it's a, a good mix of both. Honestly, um, I will have people like email me or DM me and say like, Hey, have you been here or check this place out? And they'll send me cool places to check out, which I, I love recommendations because I mean, again, we're only one person and we can only do so much research, but, um, so it's a lot of like recommendations from followers or friends and family. And then also half of what I want to do too. But I think the nice thing is, um, my audience is very similar to, to me. So it's kind of nice that, you know, I'm like in my thirties and have a partner and like, we're, we don't have kids and you can kind of see that from my page. Like I don't have kids. I don't do family travel. I don't have a dog, but I I do. It's a lot of my followers have dogs. So it's like, I incorporate little things with what my followers have too. That'll make it easy for them. So, you know, even though I don't have kids, if I go to a place that's family friendly, I'll mention that. And, or if they're dog friendly, I'll mention that. So it's a good half of recommendations and what I want to do, but I always, cater it to my audience for what they can get out of it versus just like, Hey, here's me having a good time. I always want to try to make it valuable and relatable to them too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I loved your series when you were in Omaha where you went to the college world series. Uh, You just, you know, pictures of you, you're there having a good time at the baseball uh, game. Mm -hmm. Also, you also went around Omaha and what you think your followers type of, you know, lodges and resorts and restaurants in that area. Yep. So that was, that was a cool mix. I was following you pretty closely there because I'm a Nothing. baseball fan. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so uh, fun. We do that like every year. So it's, it's one of our favorite things. Awesome. Yeah. So Omaha and the baseball game, that looked like a blast. Yep. And my question is, what do you do if you have a negative experience? Has Have you ever come across that? And do you? Yes. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So that is a million dollar question. Um, for me, I am very careful about how I portray it. If I do, 
usually if it's a negative experience, um, if it's just, if I'm out and about and it's like not a, if it's not a partnership or it's just not an experience, I just won't include it. I, I just won't include it. Um, I also think negativity breeds negativity. So I try to keep it out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I have, you know, a bad experience, maybe I'll just say like, opt out of doing this or like, Hey, do this, but not this, not like I had a horrible time here. Um, but for example, I worked with a hotel once and it was through, it was actually through their corporate office and the place that we went to, I was supposed to showcase and everything. And, you know, we're in the Midwest and they're on the West coast. And so they have no idea. And I came and I was, and I just said like, it's, it's just not good. And they were super grateful too. They're like, this is not our standard. We're so sorry. Like, don't worry about doing anything. And I thought that was nice too. Cause like, I, I never want to lie. I never, like, I'm not going to lie mm-hmm. and say, this is great. And it was horrible. Um, I think too, like I've done glamping or camping and maybe some things weren't as great as I hope they would be, but I let people know that in just like kind of a, kind of like a non-emotional way. Like here's yeah. the straight facts, take it what you want. Right. <laughs> and if, you know, like, Hey, if you don't want to, you know, go to the bathroom in an outhouse. That's what it is. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I tiptoe very carefully around that. Cause again, I've, I've just see, seen how negativity can again, affect creators and bloggers. And I just try not to be. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely part of your lifestyle blogging. Mm-hmm. Um, are you monetizing your blog yet? Or are you, are you still doing trade? So I'm monetizing more so on my Instagram. And oh. with that, I, it's more so um, Instagram, Instagram collaborations. However, my blog will kind of go into that as well. So if I'm working with like a lodging place or a tourism board, um, they'll usually want like Instagram deliverables or Instagram content. And I kind of throw in like my blog with it. And it's just kind of, um, I call it a bundle, if you will be like, Mm-hmm. Hey, we want, Hey, we want one Instagram post for X, Y, Z. And I'm like, great. Well, if you, I can do a blog post, you know, an Instagram, a Facebook post, here's some images for this amount of money. So I always try to bundle it up to get the best mm-hmm. thing for their buck too. Um, and to have it kind of fit both. But yes, I would say actually a uh, holiday of 2020 was when I first started making money. So I was like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. So it's been really exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so right now, but I would say majority of my income comes from Instagram collaborations. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, really, that's really interesting. And thanks for sharing that too. So I'm just yeah putting my shoes of somebody listening that wants to start a blog. And obviously it takes a lot of time to, to blog and travel, mm-hmm. grow your following. And, and you just mentioned it of, you know, maybe what is that point where, you know, this is a good idea, you know, Mm-hmm. be a long-term goal. Maybe that is when you said in 2020, you first started making money. Like, yep. hey, this could be, uh, yeah. too. It's, it's really excited when you start too. And, and you kind of, you start to value your worth because I think in the social media world, like everyone says content is king. And if you're making beautiful content, like you should be compensated for it, especially, you know, with a brand or with a company. And I think for, especially if there's any bloggers or creators who want to get started, I am a huge advocate of, actually like getting paid for your work. Even if it's not a lot, I think there's a huge misconception too in the industry where a lot of brands do take advantage of other people. Um, 
And so I'm like one of the biggest advocates about getting paid for your work. And um, especially if it's great and you have a story to tell and I feel like everyone's unique. So that's kind of one of my, my big strong points this year is helping other people get paid too. Do you have a, I guess a schedule as far as how often you're posting or posting blogs? What, what do you aim for? Oh, that's a good question. Cause what I aim for is never what happens, but I would say I try to schedule it out. Um, I try to be as consistent as possible. Um, but however, I feel like this year, especially, and especially this summer, I'm giving myself some grace. If, if I'm not feeling like posting and I don't want to be on Instagram that day, I won't be. Cause I, as much as I love social media, I also feel like social media is kind of detrimental to your mental health sometimes. So it's okay to take a break. Um, it's okay to take a step back. Um, however, I know it gets frustrating if you stop posting Instagram, you know, will be like, Hey, you're not posting. We're not going to show your stuff to anyone. But I would say I try to get into a consistent schedule, whether it's, you know, at least three to four times a week. I would love to post every day, but it just doesn't happen. But I'm trying to be more realistic and also kind with myself. Um, as for blogs, I would love to post more. Um, I think, again, with Instagram, since I am making more money on Instagram than with my blog, that is taking precedent. However, I would love to post more blogs and just get a more... A more... Uh, more strategy towards that but again it kind of ebbs and flows and i think summer's busy and i feel like everyone's busy in the summer too so mm-hmm. it kind of goes with the season so with i got one more question in regards yeah to that. so like when you write out a blog do mm-hmm. you do you break that out then and like take maybe one blog post and then break it down for your instagram into like let's say 10 pieces from this blog yep. like, Okay. So yes, in a, in a sense, yes, I love to repurpose content. So let's say I have one trip I did. Um, let's take Omaha, for example. I'm actually working on Omaha content right now. So I will take that into like a things to do in Omaha blog. And I will break that down into things to do in Omaha, like a whole Omaha itinerary. I'll break that into like things to do in Omaha, places to eat and drink, coffee shops in Omaha. Like I'll break that down. And then that's just for blogs. And then you can break it down into like an Instagram reel or a Pinterest pin or a Facebook post. And so I am all about repurposing content and working smarter, not harder. So I I do do that sometimes, especially with Grammarie too, like dining guides or coffee shops. And I feel like when you get specific people, people like that too, because sometimes it can get lost in the mix. If it's just a whole comprehensive, right. Here's like a hundred things to do. So I do try to break it down. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. For uh, like organizing wise, when you go to these different places, do you have, agenda is the wrong word, but I guess topics or industries that you know you're going to, you know, this area, Door County, Omaha. Yep. Um, like, okay, I'm hitting, you kind of mentioned it, like the coffee industry, mm-hmm. um, if they have any lodging resort. Yep. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I always try to, I kind of round it out. It's, if it's, whether it's a weekend trip or like a longer stay, I always try to showcase a lodging. Um, and then I'll always, we like to kind of hop around and, <laughs> and drink. So we love like breweries and wineries and, you know, distilleries. And so I always like to feature fun, cool, like local places to drink, especially Door County, a lot of wineries. Um, and then I love to shop. So local shopping. And then cool places to eat. And I will typically do 
kind of like the less expensive to like a mid expensive. I'm never, we rarely go out to like very fancy places because I think for me, I want everything to be, um, I just want everything to be like relatable and accessible for everyone. And I'm, I'm like the farthest from a luxury blogger too. So I want people to like afford to do all these things too. Um, but I'm always hitting up coffee shops and I always try depending on the season, a couple things to do outside and a couple things to do inside too. So just like, depending on what we get to, I always want to get to more, but if someone can take my weekend and make a whole itinerary based off of it, that's what I love to see. I think that that's really cool because it's a, it's a common theme that we're hearing from you too, is just staying true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your followers are like you. So it's not like you're trying to go somewhere. Right. Where you wouldn't go. Like you're mm-hmm. really comfortable. This is, you know, you're blogging, but you're also having a you know good time with, with yeah. your family at the same time. So that's a, that's a, I think that's just a really important tip that you just mentioned for anybody thinking about starting a blog is, not trying to please your audience or define your mm-hmm. audience first, but make it, you know, what's your lifestyle? What do you like mm-hmm. to do? And then I think it's, that. yeah, I think it's great too. Cause again, like I would say 80% of my content is tailored to my audience, but 20% is to me. Cause you can't lose your sense of self too. But mm-hmm. also when your audience, you know, gets to know you and enjoys the same things, it's kind of like the perfect match. Um, but I think too, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of Minnesota bloggers too. And, um, a lot of them focus on like the outdoors. Don't get me wrong. I do too, but I'm not like, I, people know that I am not like an avid hiker. I will not do like a seven mile hike. I will hike to the waterfall. That's like 10 minutes, for a great view. <laughs> but that's kind of the beauty of like what I do. Like I want everything to be accessible and yeah. you know, you don't have to be an avid hiker to get this view or especially that's why I love the North shore. You can pull off walk like 10 minutes and have an awesome view. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I like it. And I love to promote it, but that's, that's like huge for me too, is I want everyone to be able to do it if they can. What would you say the biggest challenge is for blogging and how have you overcome it? Oh, I would say this probably had, like everyone says this, but probably imposter syndrome where you just, you work so hard and you just sometimes, cause there are right now a lot of, Minnesota bloggers in the state and you know people view that as competition I see that there's room for everyone but sometimes you get caught up in the moment and you ask yourself like am I good enough am I doing if I am I doing enough you know like I need to be doing xyz and I think I struggle with the balance of things too especially working a nine to five where I'm like hey this is hours I could spend doing other things like getting more content writing other blogs um so I think it's it's kind of like measuring up to what people expect or what I expect, but also, but also managing my time too, and making sure I can have that time and utilize it well. And whether I'm traveling or shooting content or, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun to travel and shoot the content, but then like creating it is also another piece. So I think it's, it's a little bit of both of those, but yeah. You have a pretty, you have a very large following on, on your Instagram. Um, like you mentioned, that's your kind of like, is it, would you say that's your favorite platform right now to use? Social media? I would say, yeah, I think it, I think it is because I know, like, I know it, I've been doing yeah. it so long where I feel comfortable in it. Not saying I would love to expand to other platforms, but I think also I would love to have a planning strategy in place. Like I have a TikTok. I don't post regularly on TikTok. I love to consume TikTok, but right now that's just not serving me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to be strategic. 
and what serves me and how I can serve my audience better. Um, but eventually I'll get there and I think yeah. I'll keep going on other platforms, but so Instagram's right now is kind of my bread and butter. What's a, just maybe one simple tip. So somebody just started a blog, mm-hmm. um, maybe they've had, an, they just started their Instagram blog. Like, like, like mm-hmm. you, you kind of incorporated it. Like for growing your audience wise beyond the hashtag and tagging, mm-hmm. what did, you don't have to go through your whole strategy, but like, yeah. what is one thing that you learned that like, Oh, this is helpful. Or, um, you know, I saw a good following in a short period of time by, by doing this. Whether that's- yep. Um, I would say depending on your, depending on your platform, like for Instagram, straight up like reels, reels, um, they are pushing videos. So if you can do video content, um, I actually grew, I grew 10,000 followers in one month just from reels. So, I mean, like, it just, it's, it's crazy. It it blew my mind. Um, I was actually a little little overwhelmed, but so Instagram video content is king right now. Um, they are promoting that. However, if you're just starting off, keep producing content, just keep making content and posting it. Um, I know sometimes you'll feel weird or it might, you know, maybe no one's engaging. It will come. Like when I first started, nobody engaged in my stuff. It will come. It'll happen. Just, I would say stay consistent and keep making content because the more you do, the more you learn and the more you learn, the more you grow. I love that. Thanks for sharing that too. I think yeah, that's so true. Like you put out, first of all, you have to get, you know, imposter syndrome, get beyond mm-hmm. that you're videoing yourself or you're not comfortable doing video, yeah. put yourself out there and then you don't get any engagement. Yep. One or two times, but yeah, keep, mm-hmm. keep going with it. I love that. Mm-hmm. So if I was a big blogging executive around the biggest <laughs> blogging company in the world yep. and we, you were interviewing with me and I were to ask you, what do you love about blogging? Mm-hmm. How would you answer that question? I love the people I get to connect with, whether it's online or in person, the places, first off, the experiences and the places I get to go is amazing. But first to that would be the people I connect with and the friends I make from it. Um, because it is, I think it's hard to make friends as an adult, but when you have other people who are creatives, not even the bloggers, they're just creatives and, or they just, you know, like to be on Instagram and social media and you have that connection, you know, it turns into, Hey, I saw you on an event. Hey, let's have coffee together. Hey, let's go on a trip together. And, you know, even with business owners too, like, Hey, let's work together. And the connections and community that you can create online is probably like the biggest payout ever for starting it. So I wouldn't change it. (laughs) Super cool. Yeah. What, um, usually we ask like, what's your one piece of advice for those to kind of take that leap Mm -hmm. through their passion? I want to just ask a little bit different way to you is, you know, somebody wants to blog, what are like the first two important, most important steps that they mm-hmm. should tackle, like right away, like yep. I want a blog. Now what? Now like, the, the biggest, f- yeah, I would say the biggest thing first off, well, okay. So figure out your platform, um, you know, like find a website or find whatever social account you want. Maybe it's TikTok. You're like, Hey, I want to be a TikToker. I want to be a YouTuber, find your platform and then figure out what you, what, what's your passion and what you want to do. I find some people just kind of start and they want to find their niche. If you have a good idea already, start with that. Cause that will just kind of help fuel your fire and figure out, you know, what you're meant to do. Um, 
And I, I kind of use content pillars too. If like, let's say, you know, let's say you want to start a travel blog. So find five content pillars, you know, do you want to talk about family travel, you know, packing tips, things like that. Find some, um, some topics that'll kind of keep you going and give you ideas on how to create the content. So I would just say, have a little plan in mind, but also you can stray from the plan too, you know, when you figure out things, but I would just say, figure out your, figure out what platform or social account you want to start and kind of have an idea of what you want your niche to be and kind of go from there and have fun with it. And the biggest thing before I even do that, just, just start. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just start. And you will learn so much just from starting. And also you'll regret if you just hold off because you're scared. It's terrifying putting yourself out there on the internet. But uh, coming from me, I had my, I had my com domain for two years. And I sat on it and did not tell anyone. So, <laughs> yeah, so like, looking, looking back, um, I regretted not starting sooner. Um, but I'm glad I did when I did. And just throw it out there. And like your friends and family will be so supportive of you. And then you'll start to make new connections. They get more friends and more community. And so just start. Don't think twice. <laughs> you can learn as you go. That's so true. Matt and I, what we had this podcast ready for a year we have the equipment yep. yep we had our first post ready but we always made an excuse like mm-hmm. it's not perfect all right yep. oh, i'll yep. do it next week and yeah once you just yeah i wish we would have done it earlier too but yeah yep. once you put yourself out there and you get that first post and, and you're off off and running it just, yeah it lights your fire and it wants to keep going and then you know mm-hmm. let's say you get your first comment or your first like and you know yeah. just it invigorates you and wants to keep going. So what is next for your blog? Do you have your next planned out or where we we do? Yeah. So in August we are, um, so for the month of August, depending, depending when you release this, we're talking August here. Um, I am doing Michigan, Wisconsin, up North again and South Dakota. Okay. So we got a lot planned. The fall, I think we're going to try to do North Dakota. We're going to go up north again. Um, Maybe Illinois. We'll see. But um, yeah, lots of Midwest road trips planned and some fun lodging and some fun towns and new places to discover and new places to explore. So again, I think I'm focusing more on Midwest now, but Minnesota is near and dear. So of course, I'll throw some in there as well. Last oh, thing, cool. yeah. Is if anybody that's listening wants to go out and find you, how do they find your blog? How do they find your IG? Yep. So I'm on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and online. All at Lizanne lately. It's L I Z A N N E, and then lately L A T E L Y. So pretty, pretty across the board. Pretty much the same. So you can't miss it. Perfect. All right. This was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. This is so much fun. Hopefully yeah. people can get some good tips or tidbits. Uh-huh. But um, also if anyone has any questions, my DMs on Instagram or even my email, I, they're always open. I'm always happy to chat and I love just chatting life and small and entrepreneurship and all the things. So I'm love always it. open. Love yeah. it. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. It's great to be here. Yeah.